Hi there, chaps. Uh, it's Kate Sterling here. You're listening to How to Live a Sterling Life. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And thank you so much, um, as always, for your messages. If you've listened to podcasts and they've, podcast episodes and they've been relatable to you, or if you have, um, you know, taken that time to share your experiences, I really appreciate it because it helps to validate. Um, well, it helps to validate the whole process, really, and helps me to feel as though there is, well, the purpose behind the podcast is working. <laughs> so thank you so much. And it's always really nice to connect to those of you that listen. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, there wouldn't be this podcast without your listens. Um, so thank you for continuing to do so. Because if I was having zero listens every week, then I would be questioning why I was doing this. But because I know that you do listen, um, it helps to fuel the fire. So thank you so much. It has been a very special year um, to have you there, to have you here. Pardon me. (laughs) Sorry. As always, unedited. Oh dear. Um, And as we come to the end of of a year, so this podcast really is, this episode is to help you set up your next year successfully um, and to look to have long-term success not just a sudden January is going to sort your life out and then that's it you're going to forget everything that you've tried to achieve in January and then you get to the next January and it happens every single year Um, which is why I think that making adjustments to lifestyle or whether it's your business or whatever making those small incremental changes are really powerful because you're more likely to succeed and keep them up um so the classic example is kind of the dry january fitness kick um you know i'm gonna go to the gym four times a week and i'm gonna only drink water and all this kind of stuff and life gets miserable very quickly and then you quit potentially um and don't get me wrong like taking a break from things like alcohol is great like i have felt amazing for seven months <laughs> of not drinking alcohol. Um, I will definitely drink less, hopefully, when the baby comes. Um, not that I ever drank loads, but I've definitely had times over this last year and the big highs and the big lows where um, I have drunk more um, than I would do usually just because um, I was probably also uh, just, I don't know, letting off some steam and also just exploring various aspects of enjoying wine. But um, my memory has improved my sleep generally is better I wake up alert and energized ready to go sometimes most of the time this has been a very bad night's sleep um my blood sugar levels throughout the day are way more balanced um that's also been helped by the reduction in caffeine that I've been having whilst pregnant um and all these other aspects that have really made me realize that actually it is really good to keep that balance with alcohol, which is one of the approaches that I've always encouraged anyway. And I am a fan of having a glass of wine here and there. So I'm not saying you should ever just cut it all out completely because ultimately it's about enjoying life um, in a way that works for you and what you want from life. Um, But yeah, it has been really good to have that break. Um, But conversely, sometimes, like I said, when you try and change everything all at the same time, it's really overwhelming and hard to do because you might be stripping away 
aspects of your life that actually you've enjoyed and there's nothing wrong with having bits of life that are enjoyable <laughs> it's very important um my approach has always been with the health and fitness stuff that you know go for a run and enjoy your cake like you know it's about that balance and sure if you have aesthetic goals like if you're wanting to have compositional change then yeah like sometimes it does mean that we might make different choices so back in the summer when I was talking about wanting to feel really good at these weddings that I was going to I made choices to drink a bit less I probably ate less sugary carbohydrate and I prioritized sleep and other aspects of my well-being to feel really confident in my skin um and it's not it's not about weight loss necessarily um which can get really tied into all of this kind of concept of, you know, kickstart, have a healthy year. And it all gets really restrictive and the whole kind of dark culture comes in and knocks us sideways. And it's not about that. For me, my belief is that it sets you up for the long term and it's about making those changes and those choices that can really energise you and help you live an incredible life whilst also enjoying your life because otherwise, what's the point? Life is like tough enough anyway. Um... So this whole podcast really is about giving you some ideas for how you can take the goals that you want to take into the next year um, or whatever time of year you're listening to this at and keep them as a sustainable approach to life because it's really important. Like I used to be very, I used to actually be a bit against goal setting. I used to be a bit fearful of it. I think because when I had my eating disorder, when I was anorexic in my teens, um, that kind of disorder becomes so obsessive in your mind. You become so driven by food, what you look like, clothes, and um, and all these other negative thoughts that come into your appearance that I've become allergic to having that, that kind of focus because it made me so tunnel visioned. It's why, I, it's why I'm a big fan of never restricting anything because... I believe that we can become quite obsessive quite quickly if we're certain types of personality. And sure, like having that balance is good and sometimes it's better to eat more nutritiously dense foods, for example. But likewise, if it makes us obsessed about something, then that's not healthy either. And what I used to find with goal setting was that either I was scared of not achieving the goals <laughs> um, or I was scared of becoming so tunnel vision that I'd get obsessed and then not be able to live life around them, alongside them. So... It's only recently that I have started to truly value goal setting and it's why there are big components of goal setting within Refresh and Renew because your goals might change as you go but they do help give you a focus and give you kind of even if you're making decisions unconsciously they help you to kind of keep feeling like you're getting somewhere um and i'm not talking necessarily about fitness goals here it might be that you have goals in your business like i'm going to be looking to set some kind of goals with sterling fit for example and refresh and renew alongside other goals that might look at maintaining my mental and physical well-being so i'm a firm believer that we can channel energies within our bodies and take them with us so that what we think and how we think and the the kind of things that we believe in can help feed energy into our systems and into our bodies that help then give us a different energy that we will approach or a specific energy that we will approach life with and over the last year I've been very open about the fact that sometimes working in the kind of in inverted commas health and fitness industry it gets very easy to be swayed by 
all the physical transformations that people put out there online. And what I've started to realise over the last couple of weeks is how passionate, I've always realised this, but I feel more comfortable being open about it, about how passionate the mindset side of, how passionate I am about the mindset side of stuff and how, how powerful actually that thought process that we have and how we approach life from a mindset-based approach is incredibly powerful in the actions and the motivation that we take and feel. And it's funny because for years I've kind of thought these things, but they felt a little bit woo-woo or they've been based through my own belief systems in and experiences that I know if I implemented would help people and impact your lives. Um, but sometimes it's a bit daunting and scary to share them. But then listening to lots of audiobooks recently and podcasts from other people, realising A, how much other people are just boldly saying what they believe in and having great success in many ways, but also how a lot of what I've thought has been validated through others who are leaders in their fields <laughs> has given me a little bit of a kick up the arse and a bit of confidence to really move into 2022 sharing those boldly with you um, in an attempt to help to continue to like not improve your lives because I'm not saying your lives need to be improved you might be living great lives but just to share those tips and those tools especially if you suffer from um, or experience low self-esteem so lack of self-belief if you have really low self-worth so you don't believe in yourself if you feel any feelings of self-loathing um, or any kind of any feelings where you are really unable to let go of past mistakes or if past experiences are just consuming you every day if kind of grief and sadness is kind of your world that you live in um, then alongside all the fitness stuff all my mindset based approaches hopefully will help you throughout 2022 so 2022 for me is a year of the mind <laughs> um, and I'm dedicated to continuing to share those with you in the help or in the kind of attempt to hopefully uplift any pockets of darkness that you might be experiencing um but when it comes to goals and and when it comes to channeling those energies i'm not saying that you have to get super fixated on them i do think there is a balance of being flexible within whatever life throws your way because ultimately we don't know what we don't know so we don't know what's around the corner and sometimes we can't plan things because things happen without us planning them um in many different ways uh so it's about also being open-minded to what is about to come through for you over the next year, um, even the next week, because you just have no idea what's around the corner. But by having those goals, you can then make decisions within these moments that come up to help keep you feeling like you're either getting somewhere or making progress in whatever that means to you or achieving things that you've really wanted to achieve. And I am not really able to share this from a business perspective because that's all stuff that I'm learning myself. So this is mainly from like a lifestyle and health and well-being um, and mental well-being place, but that approach can be used within business and I will be using some of these approaches to set myself some kind of little targets, little goals from a business perspective as well. And maybe over the year, we can just see how we're going and we can do it as a bit of a, not a team effort, but as a community effort or whatever you want to, whatever word you want to band about to kind of be there for each other and to keep each other accountable. Because sometimes it's really hard when you're doing these things by yourself as well. Um, it's, it's good to have accountability. Otherwise, it's easy to write these goals down, make them look really pretty and then be like, oh, that looks nice, bye. And to not actually follow through with them. So 
Goal setting um, is great because it helps give you a focus and it helps, like I said, to give you that... um, It really helps to give you that structure from which to go into life. So they... um, there's like a model that I really encourage and it's called SMART. So S-M-A-R-T. And it um, SMART is an acronym. So each letter stands for like a um, another word that helps you to make achievable and attainable and um, structured goals. So the S in SMART stands for specific. Um, so... It's about being really specific about what you want. So say, for example, you want to um, say, for example, you want to do a press up, a full press up. I'm just using this as an example. Rather than being like, I want to do a press up. It's being specific. It's about saying, I want to do 20 press ups with my knees off the floor. And I want to be able to do three sets of 20 press ups with my knees off the floor. Um, so it can also be, you can use like weight as a thing if, if, if you are wanting to change aesthetically. So it might be, I want to lose one pound every week. Now just be mindful if you do have weight loss as a goal that when you are using things like scales, they don't tell you, um, they're not, they don't give you specifics of body composition. Muscle is denser than fat. So if we're talking about this from a very fitness perspective, then um, I would suggest not getting hung up on numbers on the scales, but also looking at other measurements that you can take, whether that's um, clothes, how you feel in your clothes. Perhaps there's um, like, like I was using it in the in the summer, I had that I want to feel comfortable in my dress at this wedding. So, you know, you'd be more specific than that. I want to be able to do up my Camilla with Love dress and I want to feel really comfortable and to feel like I can stand tall and proud um, by April 24th or whatever it is. So, you know, and if you have questions, please reach out because I can definitely help you with these goal settings. Um, So the S is specific. M is measurable. So you want it to be trackable. You want it to be something that you can kind of see change it's really important to be able to reflect back so if again i just use weight because sometimes it's easier to use it if it is weight then you can keep like a monthly or a weekly log of that or if it's measurements maybe you're using a tape measure if it's press-ups you're keeping a note somewhere maybe you're like well today i did five press-ups with my knees off the floor and then i did 15 with my knees down um So you want to make sure that your goal is um, trackable. If it's a business one, then, you know, money is often used um, or people on programs. So, for example, I might be like, I would like to have 10 people sign up to Refresh and Renew on the next intake, for example. Um, So that's measurable. I can see how many people sign up to it. The next one is attainable. So you want to make sure that your goals are challenging, but they're doable. So basically it's not about being like i'm going to do three sets of 20 full press-ups tomorrow you want to make sure that you are setting yourself um a really like something to challenge you but something that is also going to be achievable that you can track and trace and keep an eye on and see and notice and, and, and recognize your process but something that is you're going to get there. You're going to hit that goal Um, because then what you can do is increase it. So you can reset goals. Once you've hit them, you can reset them and layer them up. And that's how you make that continued progress. 
So um, the R is realistic or relevant. Um, so it's got to be specific with and relevant to what you're trying to achieve. So, for example, you want to make sure that it, you know, if, for example, if you want to do, um, say you're, we're going to go back to the press-up one, you want to do 20 full press-ups, you're not then going to be working on your sit-ups to get to your press-up goal. You're going to be doing exercises that that build those chest muscles that build those shoulder muscles that you know like build your core strength but in a way that is going to help you with your press up Um, likewise you know if it's a business one it's going to be linked to your business so I wouldn't be like I'm going to get 10 people to sign up to my refresh and renew program and I'm going to do that by um, not improving my website (laughs) you know you want to make sure it's productive and in line with your goals it's not counterproductive and it's not going to take your attention away from the goal so making it specific in that way as well it's always really handy to keep that kind of thread running through it and then time bound so you want to make sure that it's time bound you want to make sure that there is an end date um, or an end idea. And it's good to set like shorter term, middle term, and then longer term goals. So your short term goal might be in a month, I want to do 10 full press ups with my knees off the floor. In two months, I want to be able to do three sets of 10 full press ups with my knees off the floor. In three months, I want to do three sets of 20 press ups with my knees off the floor, or whatever it is. Um, it could be a business one, or it could be that you're looking to increase your running distances or it could be that you're looking to improve the um, nutritional density of the food you're eating so you layer it up so it's not just something that you're going to be eating every meal a home-cooked meal five times a day if you've never home cooked so you want to make it that it's one meal to begin with and then maybe it's two and then maybe it's three um, so that you layer it up for the long term and goals are fun so I think it's really important to make them fun because then you can explore and see what you are capable of in different ways likewise it shouldn't be stressful (laughs) and you want to ensure that if you don't hit your goals you recognize that it's okay and that you can move on from that and see maybe why did something not work? What is your intrinsic desire from your goals? So this intrinsic desire from goal setting is really important because it means that you have a burning desire from within you to achieve your goals. So pardon me, um, I have used um, the not drinking bit as an example before. I have had a goal to not drink because it protects my baby and it keeps the growth of the baby as safe as possible for example now without that intrinsic desire that's a really deep intrinsic goal if I was just like I just don't want to drink because I think it's bad that's not really very strong because then if like because I've judged it then and there's not a that's just like a statement um and 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 so it just means that you have that deeper desire I've often used say for example you've got a physical change that you want to make and it's really about finding your why so I want to you know I want to um 
So say we use the press-ups as an example again. I want to do three sets of 20 press-ups with my knees off the floor. Why? Because that person on Instagram do it, did it. Yeah, but why do you want to do it? Because I want to feel stronger. Great. Why do you want to feel stronger? Because I don't feel very comfortable in my skin right now. Okay, so why do you want to do the press-ups? What is the press-ups going to give you that you don't currently have? Well, I want to be able to walk into work and feel really great in my skin and to deliver presentations really proudly because I believe and then I know that I'm strong from the inside and the out of outside of my skin. So it's really about being honest with yourself about what you want. Um, and, and, and often it can feel a bit vulnerable and often it is based on a fact of, you know, something really deep. So, for example, if it's from a business perspective, it's not just about helping more people or selling more programs, for example. It's about the freedom that that might give you or the expression of self that that might give you or a feeling of a real contentment and fulfillment in helping other people in their life rather than it just being like, well, I just want to make a thousand pounds. So by layering up and really finding what you want, what is going to give you that real like hit when you achieve your goal, that's going to be the thing that helps you stay on track. So the SMART goal kind of format is the S is specific. The M is measurable. The A is achievable or attainable. The R is relevant um, or realistic. And T is time bound or timely. Um, and if you just Google SMART goals, um, if, if, if you need a little more help with it, then, um, then you'll be able to find lots of kind of help online. And likewise, Refresh and Renew has whole sections on this. So if you are wanting to kind of have a little bit of guidance, there are questions that or within the program that you can follow um, to really help you stay on track with those goals. And it's good to come back to them. So it's good to write them and then not just kind of bung them in a drawer, but have them somewhere that you can see them and to tweak them as you go. Perhaps they're going to change as you go. Maybe you're going to hit the goals sooner than what you think you might. Maybe you're going to need a bit longer and that's okay as well. Um, But it's not just about setting stringent goals that are going to take over your life. It's also just about having a bit of purpose and a bit of fun and a bit of play and structure throughout the year. Um, and within that as well, it can really help to to lift you up when you're feeling if if things come up in life and and you know you have no idea like we said about what's coming up over the next year, but it can help you kind of feel like you've got a little bit of something to focus on um and it can help you with ensuring that you're looking after yourself so a goal might be literally that you want to improve your relationship with your thoughts and this is one where you might be looking to you know specific I would like to feel better about myself when I go out of the flat and specific being feeling better means to walk out without feeling self-conscious and without needing to put on a full face of makeup and then achievable might be that you're actually going to look to do this over the whole year maybe it's that or you have a social event that you want to achieve this by or that you want to improve from where you are and that there is an item of clothing that you'd love to wear out that you know you'll feel more comfortable in when you walk out sorry that you know that when that you used to feel comfortable in that it's measurable you know that when you put that on you're going to tell how you're feeling in your skin based on how you feel in that item of clothing it's relevant and it's and it's kind of relatable in the fact that you are experiencing it so you know that you will need to keep working on your thought process in order to achieve this goal um 
achievable are. Um, and that uh, SM, smart, uh, specific, measurable, achievable. Yeah, that you, you appreciate that there might be ups and downs, but it's something that you're going to be able to do. Um, and it is relatable. So you're going to keep working on your thoughts. It's not that you want to improve your thought process about yourself. So therefore, you're just going to eat pizza every night. Or therefore, you're going to go swimming every week. It's it's that that might be a part of it. But in order to improve your thoughts, you're going to have to work on your mindset. And you're going to perhaps want to for example, take up journaling. So it might be that you decide to journal every Monday morning to look at, to get out any negative thoughts, to then be able to reframe them, to be able to to kind of clear the space of negativity. And that time-wise, you know, you are going to do this over a month and then two months and then three months. Maybe it's that you're going to try and do something once a week to begin with and then it's going to be twice a week and then it's three times a week and then it's four, five, six, and then it's every day. Maybe it's a commitment to reframe every thought that comes in about yourself that's negative. So it's deeply personal and I really encourage, because I feel really strongly that 2022 is going to be year of the mind (laughs) and year of exploration with how you can channel really useful energies into yourself, through your system, into your life, um, that you do look at your relationship with your thoughts and you do look at your relationship with how you respond to things or how you respond to people based on the thoughts that come in in response to those situations Um, because I think it's life-changing and you might have got a super strong grip on this already and it's not relevant and that's fine maybe you've got different goals you want to channel but I just I just really feel like this is a great time to set a commitment to yourself for the year don't just think about January because then what it's like it's like great but you want to set up it's good to make changes don't get me wrong if you feel like you want to make changes in your life do it but it's good to set up stuff that is attainable for the longer term because then what happens is it becomes something that you can build on every year and then you're not getting back to like January every year feeling like Groundhog Day which I know can really happen especially when you get a bit stuck with work physical stuff This is why diets don't work because they have such extreme changes that they're not sustainable. And so it's about finding those lifestyle patterns that work for you. It's about changing, always looking to keep yourself interested, always looking to keep yourself engaged and to give yourself a frigging break and to enjoy the process and to look forwards to the year. Look, we've had a real shitter of a couple of years. Like, oh my God, I have cried more over the last year or two than I have done in a very long time and likewise there have been moments of pure joy based on all the things that I've learned and been able to process over the last five or six years it has been a roller coaster and it's super important that you give yourself the credit for even getting through the last year or two it's just that by doing this you can really set yourself up for a really positive and focused whilst also having fun and not you know and and like letting go of the moments go a little bit wrong we're all going to make mistakes over the next year things are going to change who knows what's in store for us but if you're able to go into the next year channeling all the positive energy for the long term, so pace yourself. (laughs) Goal setting is not about changing everything in your life all at once to the point where you get overwhelmed and then you quit. Um, Maybe that's also why I don't like, I've never, well, I do like goals now, but I didn't like them in the past was that I felt like I had to change everything and I, I was stuck in my habits. So it is challenging. 
There is discomfort in change and there is discomfort in being challenged. But that is how, whether you're getting fitter or stronger or whether you're building your business or whether you're looking to make other life changes, whether it's about really facing up to some deeper, darker, trickier emotions in relation to whether it's loss that you've experienced or challenges that you're still facing. Um, I always use breakups as examples because, geez, they're pretty tough. Um, Or loss in other ways, you know, whether it's pregnancy loss um again I always just try and kind of talk about things I've I can relate to because I feel like that's where my expertise lies I don't want to start talking about business stuff because I ain't no business mentor but um I can help you improve how you feel and think and um live in your life in terms of lifestyle and mental and physical well-being um so here's to you And here's to an incredible year ahead. And here's to another year of the podcast. I was considering taking a break from the podcast, but actually I think it's going to be interesting to see how it shapes over the next year. Who knows what's going to happen? Um, We take things as they come. And just remember to keep on living your own version of a sterling life. So it's all about finding those things that give you joy. It's all about finding those things that make you feel as though you're living an incredible life. Um, making those choices that are going to really benefit you, that help you feel alive, that help you feel fulfilled, that really kind of give you that sense of individuality and independence within whatever structure you're living. Um, It's something I still feel really powerfully passionate about, um, is that sense of independence. It's something I've struggled with recently because of knowing that I won't be able to work for a bit with the baby I'm really struggling with that that's maybe my next week's podcast um because there's some interesting things that are coming up there which I'm sure are linked to my divorce in terms of being paranoid about not having my own revenue stream and and probably ending up a little bit vulnerable like I was after my marriage ended but anyway that is definitely a podcast for another day which I will share um I I will share in time but anyway look um if you have questions about this podcast let me know um if you need any help with goal setting let me know if you're interested by refresh and renew just head to sterlingfit.mykajabi.com or go to my instagram page I'll put the links below as well and you can join the waitlist there's going to be an early bird release over the next week with a discount um so if you're listening to this later than January the 10th (laughs) then um we've moved past that time uh who knows what um what will be online then but go and have a look because i'm sure something will be anyway um i hope you have an incredible start to the new year it is a funny time this kind of time of year but you have that power to make it what you want it to be so here's to you making it a really strong start to the new year whatever you've been through this last year take that time to reflect about everything you've overcome to really give yourself that credit to not go into the new year comparing your life to other people's to not go into the new year feeling down about you know things that have gone wrong to kind of acknowledge them but to know that better things are coming if you have had a challenging time and that by working on your mindset for example that is going to help you immensely in grasping the challenges that come your way this year and really turning them into positives um, or useful or tangible things that you can take great things from (laughs) lots of the word thing anyway i'm gonna shut up now but look thank you so much again for being here over this past year it's meant the world 
and I'm very excited to see where the next year takes you. Um, I'm here for it. I would love to hear about it. And yeah, look, have a great one. Have a glass of champagne for me. I'll be drinking my squash. Lots of love. See you soon. Bye.